Okay, before we get started with this episode, I want you to think about something you've done in your past that you're like, oh, that was so dumb. I shouldn't have done that. I wish I would have done it differently. I wish I would have said something differently. I wish I would have not said something differently or whatever. Okay, that moment. You got it in your head right now because the plan is in the next, what, 35, 40 minutes. I hope that by the end of today's episode, that thought, that feeling, that sensation you get when you think about that moment will be completely gone as we get into our Monday show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hey, welcome to episode 435. How are you? I am Steve Kramer. I'm sitting uh, recording this episode in a Snuggie. It's not a real, real, it's like a knockoff Snuggie, Uh, but it's warm. It's warm over here in Baltimore in my uh, Snuggie. Anyway, you're not here for that kind of talk. You're here because we live, laugh, love my mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Well, tell me about the funeral. In case you didn't know, my mom was uh, efficient. Is that the word? No, the preacher. Preacher? What's the difference (laughs) between an efficient and a preacher? Well, an efficient sort of orchestrated, sort of orchestrates and uh, just leads the service. Oh. And I just, in this particular case. You preach. Yeah, I preach (laughs) the, the homily and I read the gospel. Hmm. It's very complex. But I didn't, I didn't do a lot of other duties that I would normally do. It's very complex, that Christianity system over there. <laughs> like what exactly? Because my mom, like, she's technically not a preacher, though, but you preached on this one. You're a deacon. Mm-hmm. I'm a deacon, and deacons preach. Yeah, not, not as often but, as but you're, but you're not a preacher, right? No, not really. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> you got to admit, that's a little confusing, right? <laughs> you're not an officiant because you preach, but you're not really a preacher. You're a deacon. So if anybody's still following along, let's continue here. Um, well, how did, how did uh, Saturday go? My mom, in case you don't know, she was, she was the preacher at, uh, at, at a funeral that she, I know she was really nervous about because it's one of her good friends and actually her preacher. Uh-huh. Was, he, was, he, was he our preacher? Ours. Yeah, he was our priest forever. I don't know. I want to make sure we get titles right over here. So uh-huh. he, he, he was, was a preacher. Our priest. Priest, which is also yeah. a preacher, is a priest. Uh huh. Yeah. Wait, what's the difference between a preacher and a priest? Well, priests always preach. <laughs> this, is starting, always. this is starting to sound like a rhyme, <laughs> like some kind of nursery rhyme over here. What the hell? Deacons don't always <laughs> preach. Deacons, deacons just deke, okay? Deacons deke. <laughs> Preachers preach. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, I mean, I can go there. and I can go into. No, it's a, fine. A, I can explain it if you want to give me no, that kind of time. I'd love no, to talk about it. But we don't have that kind of time nor interest, honestly. Um, so, so my mom was preaching as a deacon at my, at my preacher's funeral. Okay, put that together. Um. But I know that you were you were nervous going into it, so I want to know how it went because I know we got uh, we we did talk this morning. We do a family call on Sunday mornings, and um, I I was just kind of curious how you felt it went, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was wonderful. It really was wonderful. I, um, you know, when the time came to uh, to present and do the sermon, I was actually amazingly calm. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, very peaceful about it, and there were 
a couple of parts in that uh, sermon that every time I read them, you know, as I practiced them, I would get emotional. Mm-hmm. But I was able to, you know, not get emotional. And um, yeah, it was was really good. Better you than know, you thought it was going to go. So much better. And, good. you know, there were 158 people there and probably an equal number of people watched it online. Right. And um, of those 158 people, most of us have known each other for 30 plus years. Right. But had not seen each other in 10, 15, 20 years. Right. Um, just because of people moving away and that kind of thing. And um, but it was like it's like it was like a family reunion. It was really lovely. It was lovely to be present. And just to not to take away from the um from the funeral, but I kind of got a, a similar feeling when I went to Miguel's wedding mm. was that I was seeing people that I had seen, you know, what kind of watched over the last 20 years, mm-hmm. um, all kind of come together and we were all older, you know, we'd mm-hmm. all been through some more life mm-hmm. than we were in the last phase of life. We saw each other and it was kind of a weird, it was like a weird feeling. It's the same feeling that I got at the end of, um, did you ever see the movie Big Fish? It's the only movie I can cry in consistently mm. is is Big Fish. If you've never watched Big Fish before, make that your assignment in the next couple of days. Uh, maybe, maybe say that's um it's a um it's Ewan McGregor and it is a Tim Burton movie. And the premise mm. is that it's a guy that feels like his dad is always telling these grandiose stories about his life uh, mm-hmm. that there's no possible way it can be true. Mm-hmm. There's no way that the story that his dad tells about it. Kind of, honestly, I think the reason it makes me so emotional is he reminds me of my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, just my dad's such a big storyteller, you know, and mm-hmm. like um, he anyway. So the end of the movie comes around. Well, I'm not going to say much more. I don't want to, mm-hmm. please, okay. please watch that movie. I need mm-hmm. just like three people in this podcast to watch that movie. Cause I feel like that's one of those movies that I always go tell people to watch. Uh-huh. And they never do. Uh-huh. And then the ones that do that like, come back to like, oh my God, it was so good. But it's the only movie I can, I, I know exactly what happens at the end. I yes. know how it's going to end. But yes. I, cry, I literally feverishly cry, like uncontrollably cry Aww. at the end of it every single time. Just thinking about it now is like making me emotional. Mm. Um, so anyway, but the point is, is like when you come back together, mm-hmm. it's a really weird sensation when you come back together and see people you haven't seen in years. Yes. All over again, you know, yes, uh, because like you've been through. It's like you're you're bonding, you're bonding again. You kind of go back and like mm-hmm. you're thankful and you mm-hmm. reminisce of these moments that you had. But I was seeing people from all different because I, I had friends there, I had radio friends there. Obviously, I had Holly and Miguel there, mm-hmm. um, you know, that I worked together. But I had some like Florida friends that I just knew and some college friends that I hadn't seen, you know, mm-hmm. since I was a kid. Right. And like, I don't know, it was a very, very bizarre sensation, mm-hmm. you know, that I had. It's, it's those connections. When we truly connect with someone, that never goes away. Right. It never goes away. And typically you pick up where you left off. Right. Which is really yep. a beautiful thing. It really yeah, is. Absolutely. So, so did you, yeah. do you, you, do you, would you change anything about, about uh, Saturday or do you think mm, that it was no. absolutely perfect? No. Yeah. No, it was beautiful. It was bitterly cold here, 
And um, well, let's okay. Let's let's watch well, our language know, right that's now. That's relative, isn't it? I'm so tired of hearing y'all say it's so cold. Okay, <laughs> the only people allowed to tell me it's so cold is anybody that lives north of Maryland. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Other than that, no one's allowed to say that for the next thir- 60 days. Okay, I don't want to hear it. I just I see people on you know yeah Florida people. Like, it's so cold down here. It's like 45. I'm like oh my god. Or like San Diego, it's so cold. It's like 63. I'm like oh. <laughs> Well, let's say it was a brisk and windy day. <laughs> okay, that now, that I'll accept. <laughs> I think what was, the ac- what was the actual temperature? I think it was like thirty six. That's t- it is cold. Okay, I get it's cold. Yeah, three okay, it's cold. we were outside yeah. and yeah, yeah, it was cold, but we weren't we weren't outside long, you know, for the burial and yeah. Um, but it, yes, it was a lovely. Lovely day. I, I wouldn't have changed well, a thing about it. So I'm glad it went as is better, probably better than you thought. Because I know on Friday's show you were you were nervous about it. So that's Much really exciting. better. It was a daunting now, task. Though, uh, yeah, but you did it. I did it. I'm glad. Um, now let's talk about the home situation because this is kind of funny <laughs> because we were talking about it before we started recording, and my mom and my dad have kind of a, a different living circumstance now for the next couple of days, and mm. that is what. Well, I'm quarantining. So I am upstairs. We have an attached apartment to our house. And I am upstairs in the apartment. And Jim is downstairs in the main, on the main floor in the living area because, you know, he doesn't want me to expose him. If I, in fact, did, you know, get COVID, I, and I mean, honestly, you know, we all mask, but every one of us hugged each other numerous right. times. And, I mean, we wouldn't have changed that. We all love one another, and and we needed to do that. Um, right. And for but us – that's not, that's not the point that I'm trying to get to. So you guys oh, are obviously quarantined in different parts yeah, of the house. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But tell, tell me about your experience so far in quarantine. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Now this is day this is day one, but yeah, I am. I can up hear here. it's echoey in there. It's kind of a different. I can uh, tell you're in a different. I'm sorry. Different place Do usual. I need to move to another room? No, you're fine. But you can yeah. tell it's a different room that you're typically in. Yeah, you know, this is a, this is different. a big room with hardwood floors and no yeah. window treatments. Yeah, um, yeah, it, um, yeah. It's nice. I mean, I enjoy being alone, and your dad not so much. So, you know, for me, I'm just like, I'm up here. I'm living very simply. I don't have a TV and I'm fine with that. He would go absolutely bananas without a TV. Um, My mom's like fake coughing just to make the, just to extend the period. (laughs) She's putting the thermometer underneath the the hot faucet just to, you know, push it a few more days. I'm telling you, like, listen, I'm telling you, everyone's like, you need to get in a relationship. You need to get in a relationship. I'm like, listen, I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all, y'all just don't realize it. Being by yourself is kind of nice. It's kind of nice. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. And I think, you know, for us, we don't take enough time apart. Yeah, well, it's and hard we, to. How, and, it's hard to, you know, well, like your life has become the so. during pandemic, I mean. Yeah, right. If it wasn't right. so, if it wasn't a pandemic, you know, I would be going away much <laughs> more often than I do. Um, How many times has dad called you, though, to like. Talk about things, check in on things. How many things? Where's this? Where's that? (laughs) Uh, No, it's not so much that. He's just kind of letting me know what's going on down there. Yeah. Uh, I guess I've had um, several texts, maybe 10 text messages, and maybe three or four calls. (laughs) 
Yeah. But still, the, the week <laughs> is young, though. Keeping in touch. Uh-huh. The week is young. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll keep you posted as this uh, as we move forward here of how yeah. how quarantine is is going to go. Uh, my my weekend honestly pretty uneventful. I I watch what I feel like is one of those movies you forget about until you get back into it. And I literally watched all four of them. Oh. Um, Scream. Remember the movie Scream, Mom? Oh my gosh! I've been on like, a, like a, a scary kick recently. I don't know what the deal is, oh, but I, no. I watched um, I watched Scream. And uh, it's so much better than I remember. Uh, first scream, so good. Second scream, so good. Third scream, garbage. Fourth scream, so good. Uh, so if you if you're looking for, I'm going to give you all the movie recommendations. Go watch Big Fish first, and then if you haven't got back back into Scream yet, um, obviously I want to see the new one. They came out with a new one, uh, but I want to go see that one. So I'm kind of just kind of catch up on that. It's too cold to go outside and do anything right now. Oh you know? yeah, just, you kidding? What is the temperature there in Baltimore? Can't do it. Uh, right now, I mean, we're recording. It's five fifty-three, and it is for all you people. It's so cold. Um, twenty-nine. Oh, it's forty-nine it's a little, here. Little, little chilly. Um, but then Dan, my buddy upstate New York, always reminds me because oh. he'll like send me screenshots. He's talking about how cold it is outside. Uh-huh. It's like I think I think this morning it was like negative fifteen up there or something. So. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know how people do that, honestly. I got a lot of respect for them. Oh, God. The heat was kind of funky up here last night. Yeah. Wasn't working right. And this morning it was like 64 up here. I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to do this. This There's something wrong with here. Still better than being stuck in the No, (laughs) fortunately, I don't know what happened, but it kicked in and it's doing great now. And here have you a space are. heater up here just in case. It's now 71 degrees up here. You'll be just fine in quarantine, I feel like. Perfect. Just fine. I You're going to up there. Mom, you know, what we said we were going to do last week, and I kind of wanted to give it a shot, is remember we were talking about how we don't take time just to stop and just be quiet for a couple seconds? Yeah. And we said that, and I want to stand by this, is that what if we all just took 60 seconds? And if you don't want to, it's fine. You can obviously hit the fast forward button <laughs> twice. <laughs> <laughs> but we all just because we've already dedicated time to listen you know mm-hmm. like your day is probably already going you're laying in bed or whatever mm-hmm. and um what if we all just took 60 seconds collectively as a group mm-hmm. and just were quiet mm-hmm. and still and mm-hmm. i forget how this come up mom do you remember how this came up oh you're we talking were ta- about so, we were, we were talking about brian's meditation class that's right right and you know being still and quiet and how important that is and and his statement about it's better to meditate for one minute a day than an hour a week right. if that's all the time you have. Right. So that's what I thought we could do. And we're not going to make this like, like a formal meditation or anything. But let's just like mm-hmm. honestly just take 60 seconds just to be, like, be quiet mm-hmm. and to use this time that we've kind of already you know delved into Mm-hmm. to like already like like set aside just to like be quiet still and be like how do i mom if you if you had to give somebody like a 15 second how do i meditate what would you say be still and quiet and listen to your breath okay just be aware so let's of do that. the breath going in let's just try and it. out okay i want to try it and then the end of, we're gonna do it for one week okay one week we're gonna take one minute out of the podcast it's literally okay. just one minute is something okay. really big happening in football today? There must be, because I see people going crazy across the way right now. Oh, you know um, I don't know. <laughs> we're the worst football podcast ever. Um, not in my little apartment, there isn't. I think it is. I think this is like the this is like the playoffs or something like that for the Super oh. Bowl. I think. 
Oh. This couple's jumping up and down across the way, but they're not happy, I don't think. Anyway, no. uh, it takes 60 seconds to uh, just be still, be quiet, and like let's just see by the end of the week how we're feeling. So you're literally going to start the timer right now. Okay. How you feel? <laughs> Tired? You fall asleep? Mm-hmm. What did yeah. my mom fell asleep and she didn't wake back up? <laughs> the whole rest you of the know, podcast were just like, what? In the early days when I started meditating, I did used to doze off. I know. I used to meditate super early in the morning. This is like when mm-hmm. I, I really honestly don't meditate at all anymore. Like I just don't do it. I don't know why. It just doesn't really speak to me that much. But I, I did enjoy that. That was actually mm-hmm. really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a little mental brain massage you know it it's is like, mm, this feels nice it is. um but i used to meditate super early in the morning because i would do it before i went to my i really got into meditation pretty heavily when i was in between uh radio jobs back in tampa mm-hmm. and so i but i meditated probably like five which i know in hindsight is not that early anymore i probably meditate like 5 30 in the morning 5 36 mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. and uh right half the mornings i fall asleep you know mm-hmm. but it's fine it's fine. You try. You try and you move it on. Is. So I don't know. It's like, let us know how you feel about that. Is that is that cool? Just take sixty seconds and just we're gonna try it for one week and then kind of go from there. See how it goes. So um, yeah, Maryland Monday, really quick, and then I know we gotta do our quote. Um, I say that nobody, unless you live in Maryland, you know nothing about Maryland because it's just like what what happens in Maryland. I don't know. <laughs> so we take time on Monday just to give you one little fun fact about Maryland because uh, I'm kind of learning. As well, I mean, we're about a year and a half in, but I'm still not been that crazy, by the way. A year and a half. Um, yeah. Here, judges wear red. Do you know that, Mom? Judges wear red. No. In uh, the Maryland Court of Appeals, they wear red or scarlet, hmm. and it uh, has some kind of connection to English common law uh, during oh. the 14th century. English and Wales, or England and Wales, enjoyed a colorful uh, assortment of robes hmm. that varied with the season. Scarlet was usually reserved for holy days or other important occasions. Hmm. So then. I don't know. For some reason, it's red. But uh, 200 years after scarlet robes quit being worn in Maryland's highest court, they sprang to life once again uh, in the Court of Appeals. So, do they wear uh, them judges. all the time? Uh, Mom, you know, it's a, you're acting like you did a lot of research. <laughs> Let's just, just don't complicate it. Don't, don't ask questions. Just <laughs> take just it like that. Just accept the information. Just accept what I tell you, and just say that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, let's uh, let's do our quote for today. <laughs> it's Thich Nhat Hanh. I'm I'm rereading one of his wonderful books, and he said, "We humans have lost the wisdom of genuinely resting and relaxing. We mm. worry too much. We don't allow our bodies to heal, and we don't allow our minds and hearts to heal." Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's true. It's so true. That kind of follows our little, you know, 60 seconds of meditation, doesn't it? You know, on Friday before um, the service on Saturday, I really made, I mean, set an intention to take extreme care of myself that day. You know, I, I of course, I exercised and I uh, relaxed and I meditated and um, I, you know, read my sermon again, but not not in a panicked way, just kind of refreshing my mind. And right. I went to bed, you know, on time, meaning for me that's by 930 um, and when I looked, I have a sleep app. When I looked at my sleep app, I slept better that night than I had in several, several days. Remember, I was telling you I was waking up at 2.30. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. Staying awake till 4.30. But just taking the time to just, you know, I ate well, I rested, I was quiet, Yeah. I stretched and gotten bed on time and made all the difference in the world. So I know, I know you all are younger and you're crazy busy, but when you can give yourself a gift of time to just rest, your body will and your mind and your heart and your creativity Mm -hmm. will reward you in so many ways. But let me tell you, though, I do agree with that. But this weekend, I rested too much, I feel like. I really honestly <laughs> didn't much of anything. Yeah. And, like, I can't even think straight right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah, – you do there, kind of get into that lull. It does. Like, your body just wants to keep resting. I just want to, uh-huh. like, go back to sleep right now. Like, I'm going to finish mm-hmm. this podcast and go promptly to bed because I'm just so tired <laughs> from doing absolutely nothing. It's almost kind of funny, too, right, when you rest, which I'm sure by tomorrow I feel great. But today I'm just like <sighs> – well, I mean, look at the weather too. I mean, my God, you've got great weather for hibernating. Oh, and I'll bet really you is. have your fireplace on too, don't I you? Do got a fireplace going. It's all Kiki's nice all and perched cozy up next to it. In there. It's all good. All good oh, over yeah. here. Yeah, such a good life. All right, uh, Mental Health Monday. Leah's on just a couple seconds before we get to her. Uh, let's talk about ADHD and how it's it can affect your life, and more so than maybe you even realize it. You know. Um, that's where, where our friends at Dunn come in. Dunn is a newer advertiser to our podcast. And what they do is they want to increase the awareness of adult ADHD and how underdiagnosed it is. If you say, like, I'm forgetful, I couldn't get everything done today, I'm scatterbrained, uh, even signs of adult ADHD can th- be things like anxiety, um, forgetfulness. If you've got things that, like, you just can't – like, people's names, you'd be able remembering names. You know, you're like, well, I just, I just met you. Or where did I put my car keys? That's, like, a great one, right? Like, where did I do? I should have known, like, where I did it. You walk into one room, you can't remember what you did there. Like, all these things, maybe little, but they add up after a while, right? Uh, and some of them really do affect your work and how you act at home and everything else. So if you feel like maybe you could be uh, someone that has adult ADHD, I hope you'll consider going and checking out if you're a candidate for done. Done is, I mean, that's that's what it is. With with Done too, what they do is they put you in a, a personalized treatment plan. They have online doctors. They do online prescription refills if you decide to do medication. Twenty four seven continuous care, convenient, and it's from the comfort of your home. So all I ask is like, go see if you're a candidate. It takes just a couple seconds to do their online quiz. It's a benefit to the podcast when you do. So thank you for anyone that's gone and done it yet. Uh, yeah, I think you might might find out something new about yourself, maybe a a new way to improve your life. 
through, you know, treatment with done. So text the word done, D-O-N-E, to 888-Kramer8. Done to 888-Kramer8. Or you can just go in the show notes and there's a link there to get 50% off your initial treatment, which by the way is uh, it's, you're gonna save about a hundred bucks. So it's a mm. great discount. Text the word done. D-O-N-E to 888-Kramer8. Mom, it wouldn't be a uh, certified mama's boy episode without our friends from Manscaped. Oh, boy. Manscaped <laughs> is back what on the podcast. What will we do without them? I don't know. I'm be sad if they drop, honestly. So we got to make sure everyone's buying these things because it's going to feel weird without, uh, uh, you know, having – talking about pubis uh, area. So with uh, – with, uh, Valentine's Day right around the corner, which, by the way, tomorrow's February. January did go feverishly slow like it always does. February, to me, February is the slowest month of the year, though. When I live here, when I live here, it was so slow last year. My God, it was painfully slow. So let's see how this year year goes. But Valentine's Day is going to be, I mean, we're we're like getting into the – into the territory, though, you know, a Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. I mean, if you're going to order something, you got to kind of order it this week. And I would like to recommend to you the per- Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped. It's the <laughs> thing that every guy needs in their life to make each and every day just a little more special, if you know what I mean. The Performance Package comes with a lawnmower, which is the electric trimmer. It comes with the uh, the weed whacker for their ear and nose hair. It also comes with the uh, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Ball Toner. Things have changed, Mom. You know what I mean? They didn't have that when you were growing they, up today. They truly have. No. Really? <laughs> We've come a long way. We don't, we don't need to go back. We don't need to go back to the Stone Age, people. So we don't have to anymore, right? So you uh, you smell good, you look good, and uh, yeah, uh, Manscaped created their products for a night just like Valentine's Day night. We'll make your Valentine's Day say, "Wow, great set of balls you have there." So <laughs> so happy go- for all us girls whose men <laughs> take such good care of themselves. <laughs> I want to. I want to know who writes this copy. I really do want to meet that person. <laughs> no, it's yeah. great. It really is good. Oh my gosh, uh, go to manscaped.com. It. it really is. I think a, a great Valentine's gift because it's kind of it's kind of cheeky, but it also you know it's uh, <laughs> you know it works out here too. Ballsy. You got a ballsy, <laughs> but uh, it's fun for everybody. So manscaped.com. The exclusive offer for you is twenty percent off plus free shipping. I would do it now though if you're trying to get it in for Valentine's Day. So again manscaped.com promo code Kramer 20 Kramer 20 is the code for 20% off and free shipping. Plus it takes care of your Valentine's day gift. Like wrap that, you know, you can knock that one off the list. So, uh, manscaped.com promo code is Kramer 20. All right. Leah is on a couple seconds. We're going to get to our mental health Monday first certified fans. Hello. Hi, fans, and thank you to all of you who reached out to me, um, sending me your love and support for Saturday. That's what we do, right? I really, I really appreciate that. And I wrote back today, but I just want you to know that that means a lot to me to know you're there for me. So thank you. Certified fans support the show and support us, and we're very thankful. And if you would like to support our podcast, by the way, I've decided that um, coming up on March the 1st, so we got a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to raise the price of certified fans by one dollar, okay. um, because That's of this fair. new project that we're going to be launching this month. Mm-hmm. It's I kind of just need just a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more uh, to make this work. So um, the thing is, right now though, is if you get in before March first, your your price. Anyone that is a certified fa- fan now, by the way, your price won't go up. Like you're locked in. 
to that rate. So your price is not going to change. And I, I realize it's just a dollar. It's not that I'm sure not the end of the world for most people, but uh, for us, it can actually make a big difference in this new project that we're doing. So yes. uh, I wanted to give you a one month heads up that March the 1st, we're going to raise the price of certified fans $1. Um, so if you would like to support the show and you want to get into this, this entry level price, the first level price that we were ever at, which was $5 a month, be mm-hmm. awesome to support the show. Really appreciate you mm-hmm. because also you're going to get a new perk with this new project that we're doing too. I'm still trying to figure out exactly how that works. It's kind of like what my holdup is right now, honestly, before I launch this is figuring out how to make it just a little bit better for certified fans. Mm-hmm. But, um, if you want to support the show, text the word fans, F A N S to 888 Kramer eight. You guys will also experience this new project before anybody else. I think I'm going to launch it probably the second or third week of the month. And then I'll launch it. Everybody else on, um, the, uh, on March the 1st. So um, everybody else, will get to, all the certified fans will get to see it before anybody else. So text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. When we have somebody new, we like to welcome them with a whoop whoop. Mm. And but today we actually do have somebody new, so that is exciting. Well, let me tell you about the certified fan right here. This one actually is near and dear to my heart because the re- reason I met this certified fan, let me make sure that I, th- I think it's her day. Let me double check that and make sure it's her day because I don't want to skip over. So we did Grace, right? Mm-hmm. And we'd already, did we already do Rebecca uh-huh. L? We did, right? Yes. Yeah, we did. Okay. So Certified Fan 414 is a young woman who actually met because we did a Make Happiness Happen project with her. It's a concept I came up with in San Diego, mm. uh, which is where we would just basically turn over to – you know, to the radio audience and say like, who is, who need, what's something cool we could do for somebody. Mm-hmm. And somebody reached out and said, Hey, my friend is having brain surgery, mm. some kind of, or maybe it was, it was like spinal surgery, I think. Um, and would really like to do something special for her. And so we're like, yeah, absolutely. What, what can we do? And she really liked Luke Bryan. And so we were able to get Luke Bryan country singer to send her a video message and invite her on. I think she went on the stage too oh. uh, when he came to San Diego. So oh. it was a, it was a fun one for us. It's fun to be able to pull that off and to be oh, able to surprise her with that. Beautiful. So she has become a friend and a certified fan and uh, mm. her name is Sonia and she is certified fan number four, one, four. And so she actually, what happened was she was a certified fan to start with and then she lost her debit card and then she oh. forgot to become a certified fan again <laughs> after her card got canceled. But now she's oh. back. So anybody that's Great. ever come back, I appreciate that too. You know, you still definitely yes. hold, a, hold a place in our heart. So yes. uh, to Sonia, certified fan number 414, mom, let's give her a shout out. Yes. Whoop, whoop to Sonia. Boy, I bet that really sounds loud in this room. <laughs> you got a little special <laughs> echo today. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, Sonia, appreciate you. Thank you so much for supporting our podcast. We love you and uh, yeah. hope you're great. Uh, today is also the last <laughs> last day of our uh, our merch sale is today, just FYI. Mm. Uh, we've got a, a special going on right now since we're the number one podcast in the country for at least through today. Um, okay. For the month of January, we're the number one podcast in certified um, – sorry, in uh, Podcast Magazine. And so in honor of that, we're giving uh, 20% off all the merchandise in the merch store, 30% if you're a certified fan. So what you need to do is uh, use the code number one, number O-N-E, number one. Uh, to save 20%. If you're a certified fan, your code is in the Facebook page. If you don't have it, you can just text me, email me, whatever. And I'll, if you're not, not on Facebook, and I can tell you what the code is if you want to support the merch. I actually finally thought of a new 
merch item that I want to do. It's a, it's a Ooh. shirt, but a design that I want to do. So hopefully that will come out. Maybe maybe coincide with a new project as well. Fine. So um, yeah, there you go. That's our. Uh, that is uh, oh, to, for the merch store. By the way, you can go to the show notes or also text the word merch M E R C H to eight 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 Kramer eight. Mom, I think that's it for uh, for you today, right? Yeah, we're good. So I, I love think you. That's it. Okay, honey, love you forever. Okay, it's time for Mental Health Monday. This is where my therapist friend Leah comes on, and we just talk about things that are mental health related things you might talk about in therapy sometimes it's relationship but um we just call it mental health because it all kind of goes under that uh philosophy of being happy which is your mental health you know what i mean and today's mental health monday is brought to you by dunn the most affordable and efficient way that you can get help managing your adhd from the comfort of your home you posted something on instagram a little while ago now about forgiving yourself for making mistakes and feel like like when you were hurting especially when yeah yeah, and then yeah, then it kind of went on, and God, I wish I, I should have pulled the post up. Um, yeah, but then it kind of went on to say, yeah, yeah, when when you were hurting or when you was that what it said when you when you were hurting or you're in the especially, wrong emotional state, yeah. especially yeah. when you're hurting. And yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting because I feel like we don't. I, I had to go through therapy. It's funny. Last time I was in therapy, actually, something popped up uh, from just that chaos of three years that I was in, mm-hmm. and I. I guess I kind of pushed it down because there was so much going on that I just couldn't really deal with it. Mm-hmm. And um, we had a deal. We had to like work. We spent a couple of weeks on forgiveness and what that looks like. And so I kind of want to know where your mindset was when you posted that and kind of some some takeaways from it. Um, because I work – well, again, so I do a lot of trauma work and I work with a lot of individuals that have experienced complex trauma – Um, and because of that, have a difficult time with like interpersonally, whether it's with partners or friends or their own kids. And so because of the trauma, they're activated and like, they're in this, like really, like, it's almost like they're back where whatever trauma happened or this core belief about themselves, like I'm not good enough or whatever is, is activated by whatever situation. And then they, you know, sometimes they'll be defensive and lash out at someone or they will, you know, with their kids have like little patience because they feel like the kid's intentionally trying to define them or doesn't respect them, right? Like just these things where they will then like yell or they will um, take their anger or um, whatever feelings coming up out on their partner or friend or whatever, or just situations, I guess, where we're not our best selves, right? And I mean, all of us are not perfect and none of us are our best selves all the time. And I think so in general, I think it's important that we just cut ourselves some slack and have compassion for ourselves. Actually, this week, I was really hard on myself on Monday. I just felt like burnout from work. And then I I worried that I wasn't as present and I was just so hard on myself. And um, so, I mean, it happens, right? We, we, we have days that we're not feeling great and then we're not like our best selves for people around us at work or loved ones, whatever. But, and then I think the, the reason I posted that too is because, because of trauma so that, you know, there's a lot of negative beliefs about ourselves, shame and guilt and like defectiveness or like, you know, we can't do anything right is usually an outcome of a lot of trauma. And, I have a lot of people that just really can't get past mistakes that they made, even if it's been like, you know, yelling at their kid for like doing something 
and they just feel like I'm a horrible mom. And they have these like absolute statements, you know, because mm. they did A, B, or C. And I, we have to do a lot of psychoeducation about like, you know, no mom is perfect, no parent's perfect. And, you know, you're going to make mistakes and like, let's get you, let's, let's get you to a place where you can accept that you're going to make mistakes. So you're not always like this distress when you do, because think about it, we're making mistakes all the time. And if we're every time we're going to be like, I'm the worst, I'm terrible, I'm not good enough. Like that just, I mean, because we're human, like it's impossible to avoid mistakes. So the idea of just having compassion for ourselves is so important. So we're not constantly like critical, criticizing ourselves or telling ourselves horrible things. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, so when it comes to making mistakes, like sometimes we make mistakes and like they're bad, right? Yeah. And let's just say – let's take like the utmost extreme here, which would be, let's say you, you murdered somebody. Okay. Um, just, just for, <laughs> just for example oh, purposes. Such an extreme one. Well, I feel like we have to, uh, because I feel like this is like, this is like the, the, the most extreme I could think of because there are sometimes there are mistakes you make that are, that are bad. They're really bad. Totally, and like, totally. you shouldn't like, where is like the, lesson versus the, you know, forgiveness. I mean, are there some things you should just like, shouldn't forgive? Like, like if I murdered someone, I don't know that I could ever forgive myself for that, you know, which is why yeah. I'm two, two time of recording. I've never murdered someone, but I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, I feel like I, I mean, at a much le- lesser yes. level, like I can think of plenty of times yeah. in my life that I've made mistakes that like, I don't feel proud of by any means, you know, but I'm just obviously using like the, just the extreme for us to be able to understand that sometimes we do things that aren't okay. And because, you know, you're just sitting here saying, well, like, we, we all make mistakes and teaching that it's okay to make mistakes, but sometimes mistakes like aren't okay. No, totally. And that's not the part. And I think that's, what's funny. Cause then you have people like responding to these posts and it's and like, whatever, I guess if you put yourself out there, you have to expect that people are gonna, like, not all. Yeah. Like, I don't believe this. Yeah, that and, was like, me probably. <laughs> was it me? Was I ever here being like, it's just funny. Cause I get that. Like, I'm like, well, yeah, this isn't like, this isn't, this isn't like the rules of the world. Like I'm not creating, like, this is like, this is mental health related content and like, just like words, of encouragement to help change how we view ourselves in the world. And like, I don't, but I don't feel like it's like a one size fit all fits all. Like it, I really don't like, and I also know, like, I, I don't know. I, I think it, it varies and every individual has different experiences. So I can't say that this is that you're right. Like there's a mistake that might not be like you, you, you might want to have remorse and regret for <laughs> like, yeah. is that because you have a because of your moral compass um so that's what i'm trying to figure out is like where because, but then you'll see people and I, I'm, I'm i'm gonna stay on the murder train here go with me so right. but you'll see people though that that do, you know and 20 years later they're out here and they're using it as like a testimony or as a story to like change people's lives um so yeah. well because maybe they like realize like well and i don't know the murder story way to think about someone like maybe well let's just do say someone drunk was drunk drinking and driving and killed someone okay. right and so usually the time incentives, like I've heard that people like, it's not as long, right? But you're still, there's consequences. And they probably realize, oh, I had a drinking problem. Oh, I was irresponsible. I was selfish. And then they like, yeah, come out with these testimonies. I've changed. That was terrible. But I think if we just continue to harp on the past and everything we did, we can't even do better, right? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if we're just if like, I'm a terrible if you're, if you're stuck, If you're stuck in it and not willing to, so we'll, we'll take the murder thing. If you sit there and you go, I murdered somebody, that's it. Like, well, how can this ever get better? Then like, it's never going to get better. Am I kind of like going down like the right path? 
Exactly. And I think for like the DUI, just as an example, like, I mean, I think people speak up about that because there it's a way to, for prevention. Like they're like, this happens. Don't sure. do it. And sure. it can be not that they have to be like the, you know, the face of like DUIs, but I'm just saying like, I think there's that that's part of the human experiences. We all learn from each other and can, sure. can learn, can learn from these experiences. And but we, again, like it kind of comes down to, we can still feel bad about these decisions. I'm not saying don't ever feel bad, but I'm saying like, if we're living in the past constantly, there's just no moving forward at all in, in any way. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and it's something I like, I recently, I don't know if I recently wrote about it. Um, I wrote about it in one of my blogs on psycho- my post in Psychology Today about like dating and how in my 20s, I feel like I was actually, like I was so insecure and I feel like I wrote a lot of guys off and was probably not as compassionate and caring for their feelings because I was so caught up in my own stuff. Mm. And that I was never like I out, outwardly like mean, but I think I probably ghosted before ghosting was like, cool (laughs) like a real thing you know and like I was probably not as conscientious about other people's feelings because I was so like focused on like meeting the one and like me you know like being with this certain person and like it just it was so what I'm getting at is I for the longest time had so much once I realized kind of this pattern and like had this awareness like oh frick I like I did this to other people in my own of hurt, but if you if you I, stood there forever and you're like, oh my god, I'm a terrible person, and no one deserves to be with me, right. blah, 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 like, and how would ever get better? Right, and now I've like realized and there was actually someone I like dated like a few years ago that I knew from college, and I reached out and I was like, I'm sorry how I handled it, and it's funny because like, he didn't even remember like exactly how things ended or like at all, and it was funny because you could tell he had moved on like whatever but I had this like dream about him and I've had like guilt about it so I was like I had reached out and just like I just, I'm so sorry like and it was <laughs> he's like that was 13 like, years ago we were 12 <laughs> like what that was proof I think like too like I think that like you know other people have find have found ways to move on from something right and right. maybe even that you inflicted like you need to find a way you can and I think it doesn't hurt to like reach out and apologize or like take accountability but I also think like then you have to move forward because what else sure. are you going to do it's sit there forever like, yeah right and do that yeah. well there you go so yeah get you know maybe there's something that you're thinking about right now pops in your head about things that you've done in the past that you don't mm-hmm. you know you're kind of hung up on and maybe there's that's kind of like the place that you can start so Mm-hmm. Leah's Instagram is really good for that kind of stuff. Like you'll see things you'd be like, I like that. And you'll share them to your Insta story. Or you'll, and we just put like, in- or you'll be like, that's wrong. That's wrong because <laughs> how can you obviously forgive? And then you comment on there and become a real jerk like I would do. I'd be like, wow, not everything needs forgiveness now, does it? What if I murdered someone? <laughs> what if I murdered someone, Leah? Do you, th- you like murder? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you like murderers? You support <laughs> serial killers? Okay, by yeah. the way, I guess I can laugh at this because I literally – Listen, I've, I've been doing social media before social media was a thing, okay? I've always had a freaking platform and an audience. So, like, I've always had to deal with things. like No matter what you say, there's always that one person that's like, well, what? Oh. Like – how dare you? Like, yeah, it's fine. When I posted something on loneliness, someone was like, it's not okay to be lonely. And I was just like, let's just normalize that. That's a normal feeling. Cause I think there's certain feelings we all like have so much shame for. Then we start. Like, feeling not okay. I'm going to unfollow not okay. you. Like, okay. I know. Cool. I'll never listen anyway. again. I can't know how many times I get that. Anyway, um, Leah's got a great social media. You can go uh, blow up her post if you want to. And um, yeah. Leah, where do we find What's you? That? Um, on Instagram at your modern therapist. And I have links to like the blog posts that I've mentioned and my website. So go find me on Instagram.
can just one of you watch Big Fish this week and please tell me how you feel about it? Because it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It makes me cry feverishly, ferociously at the end of it every single time. I don't know if it'll give you that same sensation or not, but um, I love it. And I can't talk to many people about it, so why not we talk about it on this podcast? Okay? Big Fish, Ewan McGregor. Uh, also, who else is in it? Who's the girl in it? I don't remember now. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, Jessica Lang's in it. It doesn't matter. Look it up. You can find it. You've got Google. All right. Love you so much. Have a great Monday. We'll see you back here tomorrow for a brand new Ask My Mom. Goodbye. Hey, this is Rebecca. Just getting caught up on your episode. And I'm on episode 428, the HIPAA violation. I work in the medical field, and this absolutely should be reported. It has nothing to do with the ex. I would be livid if somebody posted about my medical history. And it doesn't matter if COVID, non-COVID. The fact that she identified who I am as posting is inappropriate, and she should lose her job. She knows what a HIPAA violation is, and what if she posted about something much more serious? She absolutely should lose her job so that she can learn the appropriate way to be a nurse. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.